So another reason why the power company is ripping you off, and this is a reason that matters to me a lot because I'm currently involved in this industry, is how the power industry, your power company, and their cohorts actively and repeatedly and constantly attempt to thwart, to stop, to diminish, to slow down the growth, propagation, and the installation of solar energy systems for residential customers as well as commercial. In every chance they get, this is per my experience, as I have seen it over and over again, the power company downplays the potential, the power, and the reach of solar energy. They almost always, very often, belittle the utility and the accessibility of solar energy, which is ever, ever growing. The accessibility of solar energy has grown exponentially the last 15 to 20 years. The price, the cost for both installation and equipment has dramatically dwindled and plummeted for the last, again, 15 to 20 years. And the power company is just, eh, no big deal, nothing to worry about. Don't listen to the hype, don't get overexcited. And this is their mode operandi. And uh, to no surprise, they would be the last people benefiting from this since they have invested so much in the opposite, the antithesis of solar energy. Solar energy stands for the potential of free energy capture from the sun. Yes, of course, you need the equipment, you need the wire and the installation, but the actual source, the energy itself, is already here. It falls on us on most locales on Earth within a few thousand miles of the equator on each hemisphere. It falls freely, and this is most of the year in most locales. Some locales get too much sun. Talking about the Sahara region, anywhere near the equator gets enough sun to power any kind of house, business, industry, whatever it is. More sunlight falls on Earth than we can harness in a hundred years from now. So the power company basically stands against this because their energy is costly to gain. Therefore, it's justified for them to pretty much charge as they see fit to regain what they've lost and to make money from it. They pay for their energy to get it. It's very, very costly and expensive again. Labor-intensive equipment demanding. It demands tons of energy to get that energy out of the ground. They're having to dig deeper in the oceans, offshores, closer to the shore. They're having to go deeper in the ground. They're having to rely on tar sands, which are a low-quality type of fossil fuel source. And they are, in my opinion, very desperate. Yes, coal is abundant. However, it is dirty, it is polluting, and it causes a lot of problems to the environment. And yes, it produces jobs, it produces income. However, it also produces all kinds of problems and issues. The power companies, mainly here in the United States, they use coal primarily as their fossil fuel to regenerate energy in a very outdated and obsolete technologies that have been around for a hundred years or more in some cases, and pretty much burning stuff to create heat. And then with that heat, create steam to turn turbines. I mean, this is old, ancient technologies being used to this day.
dirty as they come and dangerous, causing many, many deaths. And it's something that the power company utterly depends on. And they have a vast network of investments in this industry. And they are not looking to back away from it. Not anytime soon. Not until the last piece of coal is dug from the ground. Until the last drop of oil is extracted from the ground. And this is unsustainable. Not only that, but it's also, again, harmful for all kinds of stuff. Including the environment, people, nations, you name it. I have gone into this in some detail, again, in my Living Off the Grid in the City series. Check that out if you have not. So the power company has been reported that the power companies are colluding to, again, downplay and thwart any efforts from the solar energy, wind energy, any kind of alternative energy industry. They want to shut it down. More and more, they are themselves the ones in position to heavily invest in these industries. As I have seen Georgia Power here in the state of Georgia, which is a southern power company. And there's a huge conglomerate of power companies here in the southeast. And again, they are heavily investing in solar while they themselves downplay it in every advertisement and every publication that they get their hands on, including their website which I have seen just lately, and they do everything they can to discourage you from getting solar panels installed on your roof. They will happily invest in their solar farms, their immense and gigantic solar farms, to eventually pass the bill to the customer and just transfer over their source of energy from fossil fuels to solar and keep abusing you, keep the same power structure that they have right now. They want to remain in power whether it's with solar, whether it's with both fossil fuels and solar, a combination of both alternative energies, it doesn't really matter to them. They are not married to fossil fuels. They just want to maintain power. And that is the purpose of this chat video, to make you aware of this. Power companies are not addicted to oil, even though they depend very much on it. They're not addicted to fossil fuels, even though that is their major and primary source of energy. They will go into any kind of energy as long as they can keep a hold of power. They do not want solar installations to get out of hand. They put limits on the amount of solar energy or solar panels put on roofs by regulation and law in many cases in many communities, states, cities. They are in bed with city officials, county officials, and state officials, and it is of no surprise, it is not a coincidence that, like here, for example, Georgia Power has their headquarters right in the capital of Georgia, Atlanta. Their headquarters right in the middle of downtown Atlanta, very close to the state capital. And that is to no surprise to me, it shouldn't be to you, it is by design, it is very much a strategic location for their headquarters. They want to be close to where the legislations are being formulated, made, and passed because they want to have a piece of that pie. They want to have a say, a big seat. Basically, an unelected entity is very much lobbying and making their own rules, their own laws through manipulation, through bribery, let's call it what it is, and through just buying politicians left and right, city officials, you name they will do whatever it takes to maintain a grip on you, maintain a grip on power, maintain their existence.
existence. They know solar energy on rooftops threatens their existence. Eventually, they can lose enough customers to solar energy to where they cannot operate. And they are utterly and clearly afraid and shaken by this. But don't let that deter you. Remember who the power company is. Remember what they've done throughout the many, many years that you, the poor, the working poor, the lower middle class, the lower class, the middle class, what they have done to you. Don't have pity and mercy for a monstrosity, for a abomination, for a evil machine that basically grinds and eats human flesh. Don't be sorry. Those people that may lose their job if and when the power company loses their grip on you will find other jobs, will find other things to do. It is the machine, the system itself, that needs to crumble out of existence, that needs to evaporate into thin air. The power company has been reported by the National Public Radio Network, NPR. This was years back that they have many, many meetings, regular meetings, and there are, I believe, leaked documents that verify this, that they hold meetings on strategies how to thwart and prevent rooftop installations. Believe me, my friends, this is their biggest fear. And this is why I am today telling you this. I have been for several years attempting to spread this message. Rooftop installations, they are the most readily available source for you to get off the grid and turn off your power company. No other technology comes close. Not wind, not generator power, not just getting off the grid all cold turkey. I mean, you can. But then, you know, we're talking about not having energy, which again, in many areas is illegal. But through installations of solar energy on your rooftop or your yard or your open area, again, are the most reliable and accessible way to getting off the grid, turning off your power company, which so much abuses you and takes advantage of you. So just to wrap up on the reasons why your power company is attempting trying to stop you from installing solar panels. For the people that can't afford and are willing to go through the installation of solar panels with hooking it up to the grid, meaning to the home's electrical system, of course you have to go through your power company. Your power company again is looking to not have you install them, so they're going to make the process very, very cumbersome, very, very difficult, long and stretched, and they're going to make it expensive. Those three things will weed out many, many people that are willing and able to get solar energy installed in their homes. The difficulty of getting the solar system approved. Again, there is a quota, meaning a cap limit on the amount of people that can actually put solar energy on roofs in any one location, city, community, county, state. The cap, I believe, here in the state of Georgia is like 5,000 individuals for Georgia Power customers, which is very, very low. There is perhaps millions of customers here in the state, a few million, and by having a 5,000 cap is basically putting the brakes one of many ways. Another way, again, is price, cost. It takes hundreds, perhaps a few thousand dollars of upfront cost just to get the system installed per the power company's requirements, which are quite stiff, quite demanding. 
it could cost more than a few thousand dollars actually it could cost from five to ten thousand dollars just for installation costs depending on the size of the system sometimes even more this is not even counting the cost of the equipment they put many many stiff requirements on the equipment they want them to be laboratory certified meaning testing laboratory certified such as ul the underwriters laboratories certified or etl intertech certification or equivalent which i'm not sure which else laboratory does the same i'm sure there's about one or two more for here the united states those types of equipments although they are admittedly safer and higher quality, they are also much more expensive. That on its own will weed out and prevent many, many folks that cannot afford this type of equipment that's listed by a testing laboratory. So that's also one way that they could prevent. Yes, they claim it's for safety. They claim it's for integrity of the system, prevent fires, this and that. But it is partly, and they must admit it in their private moments. It is partly to weed out folks also from installing solar panels in their house, business, place of commerce, whatever, industry. Another hurdle poop that you have to jump over, jump into, is basically the complexity of going through the process, the long drawn process of getting a solar panel system installed in your home and commissioned, turned on, operating. They require a very large amount of paperwork. They require long and complicated applications to be filled, to be approved, to be paid for. An approval, I just found out, of a small system, I believe of uh, 250 kilowatt hours or less, which is pretty much residential size, light commercial. Looking at $800 just to file a permit for such installation. You have to provide all kinds of documents. You have to provide proof and documentation that the installation was done by a certified and licensed contractor, electrician, or both. You have to provide proof, evidence, and probably inspections to prove that your equipment is listed by, again, a testing laboratory. You have to provide drawings. You have to provide maps showing exact locations of disconnects, exact location of the generation system or your solar panels, wiring, etc. to the power company. Yes, I do know what this is all for. It's for safety reasons, to have that stuff documented in their records. However, they throw it all into the hands of the owner or the contractor or both. They do very little legwork when it comes to this installation. They do a lot of legwork when it comes to providing their conventional power. Turning on your switch, they come in and put in a meter for you. And that brings me to my next point. You have to purchase a meter. They call it net meter or net metering meter. And this is a meter that's supposed to turn or slow down to basically detect the power that you're producing through solar panels or even reverse, advancing reverse or turn backwards as they call it to basically give you credits of the power that you produce, the surplus power you produce or the power you produce over the one that you use or consume. I believe this is done by design. All of these things are done partly 
I'm not saying they are entirely done to thwart you from installing solar panels since there is legitimate reasons why they have these in place. Yes, they have those in place, but they have made them so cumbersome and so dependent on the consumer, the customer, and complicated that it is very, very obvious they are attempting to discourage you from even going through such long and drawn and most times frustrating experience. And with that, I'll wrap it up, my friends. Thank you very much for listening. And do look forward for the next video on this channel, on this source where you got this video or chat. Again, thank you for listening. And do look forward to finding out about your comments, recommendations, or your reviews on this topic. Thank you very much.